Welcome to the Too Posh Podcast. I'm Gabrielle. I am a former mafia princess and the owner of our Too Posh Boutique. And I'm here with my beautiful daughter, Marcella. I'm Marcella. I am a dancer, choreographer, model, and the designer for Too Posh. And I cannot wait to talk to Whitley, <laughs> who is my son's adorable girlfriend. Hi, I'm Whitley. I like to create things. I'm kind of a nord. A nord. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a nerd. And I like to make people smile. (laughs) What will they say next? You're listening to the Too Posh Podcast. All right. Welcome, everyone, to our Too Posh Podcast, episode 33. Yay. And I'm here with my co-host, my beautiful daughter, Marcella. Hello. And my son, Gino's girlfriend, Whitley. Hi. And our amazing guest, Jasmine. Hey. Thank you for hanging out with us again. And I want to say again, thank you to everyone that's listening to us. And please subscribe and leave us a comment that will help us grow the podcast even more. And we're so grateful that you are even listening. And we can keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. We just keep going. Yeah. Whitley said 5,000 or someone said 5,000 episodes. (laughs) So... um, (laughs) We wanted the, on episode 32, we asked some questions of dating um, fails, right? No, like we didn't do, like, or would you accept them or something? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So we have a few more to go because (laughs) I think that was really fun. Mm -hmm. And um, right after that, we're going to get into all of Jasmine's stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you guys feel about guys that are smokers and drinkers and do drugs? I'm not here for drugs. <laughs> like, I don't mind if you drink as long as you're not an alcoholic. Like, right. I don't know. I, I, because I like the idea of like an old fashioned man. I don't mind if a guy smokes like cigars or something like that. Because I don't know why, but I like the smell of them. Mm-hmm. But like, no. cigars don't bother me. Cigarettes, absolutely. Yeah, cigarettes mm-hmm. bother me. I can't, I just can't kiss you. I used to smoke because in <laughs> Europe, everyone used to smoke. <laughs> I mean, you could, I, that was just a normal thing. Yeah. And so I used to, I can't believe I used to. So, yeah, but I, I am absolutely no drugs. I, no drugs at all. No drugs, drugs. No, not, I don't care about all these states that are legalizing pot. Pot is a drug. I don't care. <laughs> I am completely against all of it. Leads to other things. Um, I don't judge anyone. like Advil. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you had your headache? Yeah. <laughs> Has it For been 30 days? minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I mean, I'm not judging anyone if you want to do it, but I don't want to date you and I don't do it and never did. I am not interested in any of that and my children not doing <laughs> <laughs> well i've already said all my stuff so exactly <laughs> anyways moving on how do you guys feel about excess baggage i feel like everybody has baggage yeah. but like we're talking excess this, baggage oh like over the top nonsense mm-hmm. oh. like this particular person now this is not me saying this i i went and researched this this person um, was talking about that some people can have really great relationship after people get divorced and um, even with somebody else's children. Like I had so much baggage, poor Patrick. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, a mafia ex-husband yeah. and two yeah. children and a teenager. Good yeah. thing he's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he handled it great and we're still together and he has been nothing but amazing about it. But I think it's very difficult I don't know if I could have done it vice versa. But you also were with my dad who had three children and two exes. Right. A ton of baggage. Yeah. And I think it depends on who you're with and how they handle it. True. So that, like, if you're dealing with, like, where it's, like, they don't handle it correctly, then I think that's the problem. Exactly. And so they're saying, regardless of how a woman is attracted to you, but if you have a messy situation with your child's, child um, um, parent, whatever mom mm-hmm. that causes huge problems so you as the man i think need to make sure that those situations are handled correctly right because a lot of it too like some things could be out of their control right but it is how they handle it for you to make you comfortable and then moving forward mm-hmm. exactly because if they just let them do whatever that's not going to work for anyone right yeah. it's like 
the one episode. It's all about reaction. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about if he has um like a certain view of women, like where in today's world, like you can't like if you want to be a pilot like the like, guy we met out here once? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh At my this gosh. podcast? That we met a real dick. rude dick. Oh my god, yeah. Spider, remember? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> and he has a podcast here, and I don't give a shit if he listens to this one. You're an asshole. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, good. <laughs> right. Because oh, we have nothing to say. Because we're all women. That, yeah, that one day I, t- I told him, Maybe they have a really good show. You should check it out. And he started to, and he's like, oh, I can't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> he had a very rude, like, we met him out here, and he was like, what do you guys have to say? Like, how could a woman, uh-huh. how could you have anything important to say because you're a woman? Yeah, what? Well, we won't ever work if you're a man like that. Never. The funny Mm-mm. thing is, he was wanting Gino to play for him. He's a tennis uh-huh. coach. Well, yeah, he whatever. Can say. Yeah, he's a tennis matter. coach. Um, he knows he's a dick. So <laughs> he was a tennis coach, and he wanted Gino to play for him. And Gino did not want like any part of that school because he, he didn't like, like him, him mm-hmm. like how he ran things, and like he found that out, and he still like but heard about it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Like, wow. So he got even worse with us because I was like, oh, tennis, huh? And he goes, yeah. And I said, my son plays tennis. Well, who is your son? Blah, blah, blah. And then he became an even bigger jerk. Yeah. But if you are the type of man who, do- who does not think that like women have anything to offer, we're just here to like have kids and like be quiet and like yeah. just sit <laughs> Make there. Make me a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And look pretty. No, it's never going to work. We have a yeah. lot to offer. Smart. Like, we yeah. can give a lot, you know. Exactly. Uh, I know Jasmine's not going for that. So oh, no. Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm really sorry I don't have this here today. I should bring it, but we're going to bring this up on another podcast just because I find it so important. But this was an unbelievable discussion on Facebook about how do you feel about if the guy doesn't pay for the first date? And there was this guy on Facebook and he was such an asshole and such a jerk about it. And I am allergic to people like that. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) I am sorry. If you, um, as a man, are not willing to pay for a first date with a woman, it is so disgusting. My question is, though, I bet that guy's single. Of course he's single. He's totally single. You can voice that all day. But how many women are you going to be going on dates with? Probably zero. Because I don't know. I mean, of course, there's going to be some women who are like, no. Oh, yeah. She has to always pay. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give me a break. (laughs) That's so funny that you say that. Because, like, I think I tried to pay with with Gino. And he was like, oh, no. My mom would kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I remember that. But see, this is is where... If you try to pay, great, but yeah, the guy better go. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, and it was you're fine. not going to pay because that's that. I mean, it's a universal sign of a date. I feel like it's not even a date if the guy is not paying for it. And yeah. The, the other part is, let's discuss like if they want to talk money. Let's discuss how expensive it is to be a woman. Like a guy has. This long hair, you yeah. wash it, dries in 10 yeah. seconds, no problem. Don't have to I shave mean, all the time. Go to Ulta and find out how much a lipstick is, how much. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, then really? they're going to be like, don't buy it. Yeah. So, like, uh, but they I want the look woman like to this. look good, right? Yeah. And the funny thing is that guys, they hold women to these like unrealistic standards, but uh-huh. then they don't realize how much it costs for mm-hmm. us to maintain yeah. those unrealistic standards. Yeah. Yep. Like, and even oof. if the woman makes more money, it has nothing to do with it. It's just. Being a gentleman as a man. Right. Yeah. But there are some things that men need to do. You should open the door for women. You should yes. be. This goes way back. I don't even remember what podcast this was about the airplane. Like mm, if a woman and yeah. her child need a seat on an oh, airplane, yeah. get your ass up and let a woman and a child sit there. Because then this spirals, though, into like the whole, well, women want to have these jobs and women want to do this. So yeah. then we're not going to like do this anymore. But so that's a cop like, out. Right. It's yeah. such a cop out. Yeah. Why I, should women not do it all and the man still be a gentleman? Right. Yeah. So there exactly. are things that need to continue um, with men and women. Yeah. And if you're not that kind of guy, you're not going to be probably dating any yeah, women. So <laughs> chivalry is not dead. Exactly, <laughs> it's not. And I mean, I feel like he values his wallet more than the girl. So mm-hmm. let's do not do with those things that are meant to be for dating and for relationships. I mean, 
those there are rules. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We can all say that we shouldn't have rules, but there are rules. You have to have rules <laughs> to have successful life. Period. You have to have rules if you're in a relationship. Marcella hates it, but you have to have <laughs> rules. You have to to have a successful relationship. You must have rules. They have to be there. I know you guys always fighting with me about it, but it's important. It makes your life easier. Well, Promise. everybody needs to have their own set of rules. Yes, and I'm not your saying rules my don't rules. work for me. No, <laughs> you have to have your own rules that you agree with with your partner. That's yes. what I'm saying. Not my mm-hmm. rules. Yes. And also, I feel like (laughs) how the first date goes kind of sets how the relationship is going to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like and how the guy asked the girl out on the first date really like sets the tone. Yeah. Like, uh, for instance, like my parents, like how they met. My dad was working at an army base and my mom comes rolling in one day in like a short skirt or something like that. (laughs) And she comes in there and she's being all like sassy. And she's like, well, don't piss off my dad. He'll he'll ship your ass off to the desert, blah, blah, blah. And my dad turns to her and is like, do you want to get some Chinese food? (laughs) And so that was him like in that moment. It was like, I accept your sass. I think you're hot and it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That is a very smart man. And they're still married. How long? How many? 25 years. They just celebrated that Wow. And you guys, they have an unbelievable marriage. Mm -hmm. They are the cutest couple. Mm -hmm. Literally adorable. It's sickening. (laughs) It's like Gino and Whitley. It It is is like that. But it's because the guy recognizes to let the woman be the woman, sassy or not, whatever it is. I think Gino does that with you. Patrick does that with me. Let us be who we are. And then they have a really great relationship and marriage. It's much easier. So. That's that. That's how I feel about that very strongly. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about, like, this is really important, like, irreconcilable, I know you're going to make fun of me with this word, irreconcilable differences. Is that how you say it? it irreconcilable, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try this. Pretty so, close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to have similar values, like, mm-hmm. and I think those are important too. It's like how you handle money, your religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Your political views, even though I don't like to talk about religion or politics, but if you are in a relationship, they yeah. are somewhat mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And where you stand on having kids and how you feel about pets. Those things are all super important. Yep. Yeah. I think, too, if you're about to get married, I think you should go to counseling before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you should get all that out on the table because if that turns into a disaster, then you should just cancel <laughs> your wedding. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. it's super To talk important. about all those things. Right. <laughs> I think another before, third party. Yeah, I feel like before the wedding planning even begins, yes. not even a single dime has been set, spent until yes. you know what the problems are, you know how to solve them. Mm-hmm. And like you're going in there with like a full like toolbox of like, okay, when we have this issue, we got to patch it with this thing. Yeah. Like, right. you know, and I communication. Mm-hmm. You need to communicate. Very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Like you tell me, like, I don't know what you're thinking. I'm bad about like saying stuff. I always Sometimes. tell him, like, you have to talk about it. Like, I always use this uh, maybe a dumb example, but it's a very important one. Like, my mom, growing up, she had the worst PMS I've ever known any <laughs> human being to have, but she never would say it. She would never acknowledge it. So she would turn into this monster, like, once a month, and no one yeah. knew what happened to her. It was like Jekyll and Hyde, <laughs> literally. And I was always like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> It's not funny, but I was laughing. <laughs> I can just picture like this, like <laughs> it was like that. I swear, like it was the most miserable like five the- days every single month, and no one knew what happened. And then when I figured it out, I'm like, oh my god, this woman is PMS. If she could just say it, hey guys, yeah, hold on, I'm PMS. I'm not normal. I everyone, say it because I am not normal. Huh? Right. Oh, yeah. But at least you say it so everyone around yeah. you can go, oh, okay. Everybody. <laughs> oh, I get it. Bring me chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes. Yes. So important. <laughs> yeah. How do we feel about guys that are pushy about sex? No. I've like, never had that problem. <laughs> I don't really know. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> like he won't stop groping and things. Ew, like, uh, like in yeah. public and stuff. Well, yeah, you're on a date, <laughs> like the first date, uh, any date. If you ask Ugh. me to have sex with you on the first date, we won't ever speak again. Exactly. No. Like we saw the other day, out while we were out. <laughs> 
<laughs> very oh, I was not intimate <laughs> couple. Well, oh, I, I can talk about it. Um, we had Mother's Day and mm-hmm. it like Mother's Day is supposed to be, you know, the, the mom does nothing and just yeah. whatever. Everybody waits on her. But I don't care because I like Sunday fun day at our house and it's kind of beginning of summer. So I'm like, let's invite people. Mm-hmm. And we just met our new neighbors next door. And they're super, super sweet. And they're really, really nice people. And we just went to dinner with them on Friday. And they came over also with a lot of other people. And they're only together two years. And there was a lot of PDA groping, groping and oh. such. And it was very like in, interesting. In conversation. Oh. Go. You're I like, don't oh. ever know how to react okay. in that situation. I feel like I get super awkward. Me I like too. can't keep eye contact or talk. Like <laughs> I slowly back up into a corner and like uh-huh. use my height to an advantage and hide behind somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, isn't he, it weird? He lifted her shirt right oh. with me yes. in my kitchen. What? He yeah. was like pinching her and I was like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm eating. <laughs> Next thing I know, Whitley texts me and she goes, Gino and I are not that bad, right? <laughs> but I don't know what to do Like when people start doing that. I feel like I get super awkward. Mm-hmm. I do too, and I'm like, I shouldn't feel this way. Y'all no, you should, should feel, feel this way. I don't know. It was interesting. Know, That's weird. I, my favorite part of that day was like very interesting because they're a really, really colorful couple, and they're like really funny. Yeah, they're and fun. They're that was so fun. And so she says to him, you are Mexican, you're going to get diabetes and you're going <laughs> to die. And I was like, do you have diabetes? He goes, no. <laughs> like, like, Maybe he won't get it. Like, Why are you giving him diabetes? <laughs> he doesn't even have it yet. And she's like, yeah, he's he eats lard, lard, lard all day long. He eats <laughs> oh lard. And then, Mexicans eat lard? I don't know. Why uh, I, mean, I didn't know it was a new one on me. But then <laughs> she goes, stop it you don't eat it every day asshole and i'm like what what's happening right now and she goes i saw him looking at my snatch (laughs) (laughs) i was like in front of everybody oh it was most people had left but Mm. it was still i was like in front of anybody like i couldn't even still (laughs) i didn't even know anyone called it a snatch anymore (laughs) i I didn't know snatch and lard went together (laughs) at all That Me. should not go together ever. I wouldn't eat it every day either. <laughs> That's a terrible combination. I know. I was like, I don't know. There might be some people into it. There used to be a show on HBO called oh, Real man. Sex. Does anyone remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. So maybe there was lard and vagina on there. I'm not sure. Oh weird. <laughs> weird. All right. <laughs> Anyways, that was my Mother's Day, guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> and so it begins Sunday fun day at our house. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. How, like, Spider, you have to come over one time. It's a yeah. little crazy, but it's fun. Fun. it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's always fun. fun. <laughs> it's like this, just on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> and with more people pool. and yeah. a lot more alcohol. And yeah. around the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a player. Ugh. I've already been down that road several times. Oh, I was like, who is? I, I forgot. It's okay. I was like lost yeah, too like, for a oh. second. I'm like, sorry. Who he? I know the, the lard thing kind of went. I know. I'm sorry. I'm like, Snatched lard in it. What? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't want any more players. God, Lord. Mm-hmm. Done with that game. Yeah. yeah. I'm just not here for him. Yeah. You know? Wait, guys, I have to go back. I forgot to talk about one thing. Huh. The whole sex thing. They are asking if you try spanking, bondage, or rough sex without asking. Um, That's scary, <laughs> right? Like, oh my gosh, you're gonna kill me! Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's scary. I, I know, like right? It needs to be a conversation. Yeah, first. that doesn't sound yeah. like something you would just want to spring on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprise! Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> hey, tying you up. Yeah. Well, I think that's how Fifty Shades. Of, well, I was no, gonna I say to talk no. about it. He's she like, had to sign a contract. Yeah, she signed a contract true. to agree to do those. Things. Binding yes. agreement. That's true. That <laughs> <Ooh>. Literally <laughs> binding. <laughs> Well, guys, I think this has been a lot of fun. We I'm sure that yeah. people are going to be like disagreeing with a lot of stuff. Well, I'll let them. I'm sure. That's okay. They, I want to hear what yeah. they disagree on. We can yeah, you should come on it. and then we can fight on here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fight it out. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Let's debate. Banter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, Jasmine, 
Hi. Uh, we want to hear about your story and how did your story start? I know you have a very interesting story. Like, where were you born? All that little bit. Give oh us some goodness details. Gracious. Okay, so I am adopted. I'm from Dallas, so I'm like Dallas through and through. Um, so let's just like rewind 20 years ago. <laughs> um, my birth mother, her name is April. She was 13 years old when she got pregnant. 14 wow. when she gave birth to you no oh <laughs> so she gave birth to my older brother joseph and it was some person from like an after school program and all this stuff her father st- filed it as like statutory rape blah oh blah gosh. blah um sometime between age 14 and age 20 she met my birth father and his name was lorenzo so lorenzo was very abusive so you guys know like that like the prong part that you like plug into the wall whenever mm-hmm. okay so like on the flat iron and stuff like that so my brother was abused and beaten with like stuff like that i don't know <coughs> if april was i obviously i wasn't oh, born gosh. yet so i don't really know so um but they were beaten and um there's multiple cases of my brother going into the hospital and the hospital of course oh has a kid. um this was him from newborn to six years old all wow. this stuff happened and so whenever a child goes into the hospital and they have an injury that's obviously not them falling off of a couch or on a playground, yeah. then a nurse goes, pulls a kid separately into a room and asks them, like, did somebody hurt you? Did somebody touch you in the wrong way? And my brother was taught to be a pathological liar. So he <gasps> would say, no, no, I fell off the playground or no, I like hurt myself by accident. And so um, uh, that sort of thing happened multiple times and like the police, they can't step in until the child confesses that something happened to them until there's enough cases up against them that finally the state could step in. By that time, I was freshly born, so (laughs) I just had popped out. (laughs) And um, so there was, the state finally stepped in because there it was an abusive situation, it was unsafe for children, and there's a newborn, aka me. Mm. And so then the state immediately pulled us away and put us in a foster home. And my birth mother was given the choice. She could go and take parenting classes and possibly earn back my brother and I. And um, my birth father was sent off to jail because he was an abusive bastard. Oh, my so, God. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So he was sent off to jail for all of that stuff. And she, my birth mother, she tried. She took some of the classes and everything, but then decided to get Lorenzo out of jail instead. <gasps> um, my brother and I bounced around to a couple different more foster homes. And then. Um, How old were you then? By the time that I was adopted, I was 10 months old. Okay, I was so you're taken, a baby. You know nothing. You exactly. So I was taken away at two months old. Wow. And so the first majority of my life, I had no like schedule. I wasn't on a proper eating schedule. I was oh. very neglected. Um, and on the other side of Dallas, there were my parents. So um, my dad is 11 years older than my mom. And my dad was married before he had two sons. My parents, they wanted to have kids. But my mom, she had had this car accident when she was 17 that literally she died three times. She was like tossed out of the back of a car, batted by the car across the highway. Uh, She has a scar that goes from underneath her rib cage all the way down to uh, the end of her pelvis. And then from one side of her rib all the way across to the other. Um, This is is your biological mom. This is my mom, mom. Shannon. (laughs) <laughs> oh no, you're mo- okay. Wait, yeah. Okay, that's my white mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. I did. I followed that. Okay, completely. I didn't follow that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so obviously after that horrible accident back when she was 17, she, she wouldn't be able to have kids now. So fast forward, and they ended up going into foster care. So they got certified as foster parents the okay. way they could foster to adopt. One day, my mom she gets this phone call, and she's like, they, "It's the Bear Foundation," and they How say, old is she? Uh, "Oh my goodness, she's." Uh, 30 at the time. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. 30. No, 25. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, just kidding. She's she's pretty young. So um, she gets this call and they're like, we have a, a sibling group up for adoption. Are you interested? All she knew that was that there was a newborn and a young <laughs> child. She didn't know the age, the race, the gender, anything at all. All she knew that was two kids. And she said, yes, hung up the phone, called my dad at work, was like, Aww. we have kids. <laughs> and so um, we were finally placed into their house and it was an instant connection. Like Aww. most infants, uh, they're very attached to their birth mother. I was not whatsoever. <laughs> they We had a, what was, we had like a, viewing session every like month or so like it was a slowly they'd wean us off of our birth parents per se so that way more so april could get over 
being away from us more than me getting over her because they would put me in her arms and I would be screaming and crying and sobbing because I didn't like her. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then they put me in the arms of my mom now and I was perfectly at peace. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so um, after the adoption was final. So we have to clarify because when like on iTunes, we just have um, voice. So you guys are black. Yes. Kids. And then your mom and dad are white. Yes. And they adopted yeah. both of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm a little chocolate baby. Um, <laughs> so our family was very, very mixed. <laughs> so um, my parents, they're both white. My mom's a redhead and my dad's an average looking white guy. That's how I explain it. Um, <laughs> That's so really true. <laughs> it's very accurate. <laughs> and um, I didn't. It's funny because I being adopted, like, obviously, you think that I would know because I'm black. My parents are white. But no, I didn't. Um, I grew up at a church where a lot of the other kids were adopted. So in my mind, I thought parents were just white. So (laughs) my best friend growing up, she was Asian. She was adopted from China, but her parents were white. And all parents are white. (laughs) Exactly. Like parents are white. Kids come in all colors. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Oh, the little kid brain. (laughs) And so I didn't remind Marcella wants to always adopt. I do. She wants to adopt. I do. I said a baby and Asian I baby. <laughs> I just want all the kids. I love. Well, I feel like I've always said like I know race is an issue, but I'm like I for me personally, I'm like I don't understand because I don't see color when I see people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just see people. Yeah, I'm exactly. like you could be purple and green and whatever. Like I had different races at my studio. I I love. I just love everybody. People, yeah. So exactly. I don't see color, so I've always been like, well, if I can help children, I don't care what color, I don't care what yeah. race, I just I just want all the babies. My mom wants to adopt a black baby. Yeah. My dad's like, maybe let's focus on our four right now, and then... <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah. See, and it was funny, the first time I ever discovered I was adopted, uh, I was in kindergarten, I was in public school at the time, and... Um, I was sitting, chilling, not minding my own business, waiting for the carpool and all this stuff. My mom had just rolled up, so she sees me. She made, she saw me first before I saw her. And uh, she gets out of the car, and this one kid is like, I'm like, oh, look, it's my mom. And the kid's like, wait, that's your mom? You don't match your mom. And I'm like, I don't match my mommy. <laughs> and so, I, like, my mom was literally Aww. watching me. And imagine as a parent seeing your kid, and they're, like, happy and smiling. Like, Aww. oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, I just broke down Aww. sobbing. And my mom was like, oh, my God. She scoops me up. She's like, are you okay? What happened? What did they say to you? And Aww. I'm like, I don't match you. <laughs> so then you guys have, like, a... Yeah. Talk. So yeah. then they explained that they're like, well, mommy and dad couldn't have kids. And so then we were blessed with you guys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, awesome. Cool. cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you can. Lo- I don't think it has to come out of your body to like love. Like, no, exactly. You can love. Oh my gosh, I Just love babies same. in the supermarket. Like, <laughs> can I hold your kid? And Gina's like, oh my gosh, let's leave. Exactly. <laughs> and like, that was one of the biggest things growing up being adopted. There were so many times that people would be like, no, 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 you're real mom. And I'm like, who? <laughs> I'm like, she is my real mom. I'm like, she is my real mom. I'm like, she's the only mom I have memory with. She's the only one who I've ever called mom. I'm like... Uh, we we actually used to joke around. We'd be like, "Oh yeah, she was just a donor." So yeah. April's just the donor, or like she was the birther. That was yeah. like her nickname yeah. for a little while. <laughs> and it's just like, no, like you guys are my parents. So. Yeah, and your parents Aww. to me are, you know how big I am on parents really parenting, mm-hmm. and I feel like your parents have done such an incredible job. Like I remember yeah. the first time I met your parents was at our fashion show that you modeled in, and I I just saw your dad. interacting with you and the way that he spoke to you and your mom it was such a special thing to me and I'm like man and then when I got to know you better and you work for me and whatnot I'm like man they did such a good job like such a great job and they're so close like they're close like we are and it's such a rare thing these days especially and then for them to be the adoptive parents it's just well you're so reliable I was like oh my gosh the studio especially when things were crazy I was like I you were always on time always always reliable and it's very hard to find we always say like it's hard to find people who are good at work like who take their job seriously Mm -hmm. and i was like jasmine i I can always count on and i think that's such a big thing it's so great like for people like if you are a reliable person it just says a lot and you were homeschooled yes i was so that would i 
the more people hear me talk about it, this is an amazing, <laughs> I mean, homeschooling is amazing. It has come so far and mm-hmm. the kids that come it. out of it is unbelievable. I mean, you are a perfect example for that. Thank I mean, you. you should be a poster child for homeschool, <laughs> truly. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's the truth. I mean, smart as can be, so, so gifted smart. in oh so many gosh. things, mm-hmm. so reliable, so you can always count on you. It's really, really Thank you. amazing. So great job, your parents. <laughs> yeah, like they're definitely, they're amazing. I love my parents. Like, I still like. I moved out recently, um, mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Got I was my first apartment. Ask you, how are you doing? With I that? am living on a ramen budget. It's great, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's. I still go back because my my apartment's only five minutes from my parents' house, and most people they'd be like, "If you're gonna move out, you might as well move around to like the other side of town." And I'm like, mm, "No, yeah. I'm like, I live five minutes from my parents because one, I'm too broke to afford a washer and dryer, so I do my laundry there. <laughs> yeah, and two, because that means if anything ever goes wrong, my parents are like right up the street. I'm yeah. so I live close to my mom. Gino lives close. Yeah, we're all mm-hmm. very close. I think that's the best way. I love it. Me too. <laughs> I love so it. So far from because yeah, <laughs> you are very far, are. and that's sad. I, far, I, always, yeah. I always hope your parents move to Dallas. That'd I be know, a I did perfect too. situation. I'm hoping yeah. Harvey kicks them here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so awesome. I think it'd be easier for I everyone. Too. Yeah. Casey mm-hmm. could go to pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would love it. Oh, yeah. I need to talk about something with you. Yeah. That is. Um, very important for me as I feel like I'm kind of your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other white mom. My other white mom. The other white yeah. mom. <laughs> and you know that everything I've ever said to you or told you always comes from a place of love. Mm-hmm. And I worry about you. I'm all of you guys all the time. So if I feel strongly about something, I say it and I don't judge what comes after. Um, I recently found out where you're working. Mm-hmm. And you have the new job with a new studio, correct? Yes. Is that the job where you're working so many hours? No. Oh, no. Where are you working no. so many hours? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually working at this PR and marketing firm. Oh, uh, very yeah. cool. Hold yes. Where at? It's That's in so Dallas. Exciting. It's like right up the street, actually. Ah, we just recently hired a PR person. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yes. Yeah. So very nice. exciting. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel better yeah. right up the front. So, <laughs> yeah. But I also know that you are doing something with this new dance studio mm-hmm. that's opening, correct? Mm-hmm. What What is your position with them? Um, I honestly don't know what my position is as of right now. I might be going in as an instructor, but I don't okay. even know what levels and or classes I'll be teaching. Okay. So that's like to be determined. So Got yeah. it. Okay. That makes me feel so much better because I thought <laughs> you were doing all these hours there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So... Um, there's a new dance studio opening in town and it's um, when that happens in this town we have talked about dance so much that um, on our past episodes everyone knows we're very we're very involved in that world and we know a lot and we know sometimes too much and um, this new studio that's opening is actually a family from Los Angeles that are wonderful people from what I hear. I have not met them personally. I have, and they are the sweetest. Sweetest. Mm-hmm. Jasmine, you had told me about them. The sweet, sweet. I met them so because sweet. of Jasmine. Right. Their kids are phenomenal dancers. Right. I worked with them. I did a private with them. Yep. Um, they right. are very wonderful people. Wonderful, wonderful Amazing people. little artists. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what happens a lot in the dance world, and I can speak from experience, that's why I can say it. When you open a dance studio, you... As when you're not a dancer yourself or when you're not a dance teacher yourself, you're you're kind of um, at the, um, what's the word I'm trying to find? Like you you have to rely on other people to mm-hmm. do that work for you. And well, especially for them coming to a new city, you're at the hand, you're at the mercy of mercy, a peer. That's say. what I try to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So you, you open, you pour your heart and soul into it because you really believe in it. And they have two children that are dancers. Three. 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 Three children. So they're very passionate about what they're doing. And they're opening that studio around this person that is very well known in this town to us. And um, this person has worked for a studio that Marcelo was director at before. He has worked at several studios around town he has been fired from every single studio he has been at. And we have never known exactly what it's all about. 
But recently, it has come to my attention that the last studio he got fired from a few months ago, there is now proof on video that he was inappropriately touching a young student. Do you um, know about that? I've heard. I've heard. So this is where this is. And I am talking about it because I'm very passionate about this. Because yeah. I don't understand why this is still being kept in the dark. I don't understand why this family that is pouring all their money, all their hard work, all their passion into this business, they don't know this. And do I they know like, this? Do you, they do know this. They, oh, do, they, do, they know. do know this, but since they're coming in from the outside perspective, they have read the letters that were written and all this stuff. But the mom herself, she actually is a psychologist and is, um, yes. a life coach. Mm -hmm. So she was reading through it all and reading through the letters and things that were written about said were. person. <laughs> yes. And um, from what she has discovered, it's coming from more of a aggressive side. So it's more of, uh, from what she believes, is more of like an attack on the, per the new dance person. Mm -hmm. um, so I personally... I have never worked with this person before. Mm -hmm. um, I've I've worked with the family before, of course. That's how I introduced right. them to y'all. But right. like the new person who they're having has the face and the head of their studio. I have never worked with them before. I've never even met them before. So I don't I don't know. But then at the same time in Dallas, yes, there is always a lot of gossip. There's always a lot of things mm -hmm. that float around. But ninety percent of the time, it actually has a reason behind it exactly and that's why i feel like i almost feel like so strongly because i feel like they need to know and they need to think that this is not aggressive this is the truth this well, is I a think true it thing gets scary when you hear it's on video has anyone seen yeah. the video i haven't heard anything about a video until now well there's a video. well there is apparently a video and there was apparently cops called to a competition right what? yes wow so i don't know if they know those details and i also don't know if this person was fired because they were found out about getting, having a studio being opened and that the aggression is coming from the other studio. But I think when you find out then about a video and then police, I think that's where it kind of gets scary. Yeah. And you're yeah. working with children. And I was just concerned about you because <laughs> yeah. your name, you are a, your name is gold, platinum, whatever you want to say <laughs> in my eyes. So I didn't want you to be associated with anything like that. Um, Marcella was approached for a job there, so was Kayla, mm -hmm. and neither one can do that in those circumstances. It's just I will work with their children, with their children. Yeah, and I right. told they, but mine, yeah, mine is with that, and then with time and stuff like that. But I, mm -hmm. I love those people, right, so that right. has nothing to do with that. Yeah, right. exactly. I'm just saying for the studio, mm -hmm. that's the whole thing. And I mean, we have. There's so many issues with, I'm not calling this person this name. I'm talking about some other people now, but there's actual issues in this world, in the dance world with pedophiles that is going around and that is becoming a bigger and bigger issue. I mean, we had a photographer here in town mm -hmm. that was recently found out that did all the studios photography. Yes, I mean, awful. all the dance studios photography. I mean, it is absolutely unbelievable. And the photographer after being found out about admitted to the FBI that he was having child pornography and ah. um, such Gosh. on his computer and how he got found out was that his computer was broken and he sent it something in to get it fixed and the person fixing it found all this. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. So that is completely crazy and he's now in prison for like 20 years like good, this good. Is bad. And he, his computer broke and I don't know how long it would have exactly. continued and he's a married man with children so mm -hmm. this is unbelievable <sighs> yeah um and then we had the story with um rg dance in australia mm -hmm. i don't know if you heard yeah. about this where the it was a brother and sister team that had a studio and the brother was grooming the children like it is just a mind-boggling story yeah. for me and actually if you listen to episode three with three. miss polly oh, uh, yeah about she the talks yes. Yes. yes she yeah, talks yeah. about um grooming children that's right um when they are in situations like that i mean can you imagine like you are such a confused dance mom or I don't know psycho dance mom that you're actually going to send naked photos of your child to their dance teacher because you want them to have better oh, positions gosh. in the dances. Oh that was just a whole other thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's so weird though. Yeah. Like I can't even, like I don't even believe you because that's so far. <laughs> I believe you, but like I have that's not on the spectrum. Articles. No, not, I, know, no, I know, I believe you, but I'm just like, it's hard. Why is believe. that even? Why mm-hmm. am I hearing that that's a thing? That's Isn't disgusting. That's disgusting. your child. Yes, it's oh, horrible. It like, really, yeah. it's, uh, I don't mom like got that. In trouble. Oh, is my mic not yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> we'll try it. Uh, no. See, like the biggest thing like, is uh, for me that it's most of these kids. It's their passion. It's their hobby, and the fact that. Hello, hello. Oh, oh there it is. There it is. It Thanks, spider. <laughs> and the fact that parents are taking it this far mm-hmm. with yeah. their kids when they're just doing what they love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sad. Let's see. Hello. There you go. Oh, that happened. Oh. <laughs> Let me switch that up. We're gonna fast. get her to okay. sing. <laughs> yeah, right. So you think you can sing now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you already conquered the dance. Now you gotta. Yeah. <laughs> she can actually sing. I believe you. Mm-hmm. I was just making Not a great. "So you think you can dance" yes. joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. Hey, oh, well, yeah. There you back. Go. Y'all are trying to shut me up around here. <laughs> um, that, that, the Australia thing happened a long time ago, but I think that as a man in the industry, when you're working with young girls, because I think dance. Nope. <laughs> Talk on your mic, Mom. There you go. Um, I think dance is, you know, mostly girls. There's a lot of girls, but I do know um, certain male teachers who try to be really careful, like, hey, I'm going to adjust your leg. Can I touch you here? Like, it just, you have to be so careful. I mean, I think even when I was at a studio, I started, like, you know, you're taking kids to the bathroom. I was, like, the door is open. Like, it just starts to get super. Yeah. And it sucks because nasty people ruin it for everyone else. Like, you would never, Yeah. I would never think about that stuff. And it's, like, now we have to go to these, like, crazy, like, I don't know. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing is that, like, just think about what it's like being a male instructor in the dance world I nowadays. would be so scared. Like, yeah. it's hard for them to be able to, because, like, think about this as female dance instructors. Mm-hmm. The amount of times that we have to, like, we literally sit on kids to help them with their stuff. We pick up their legs. We're, yeah. like, adjusting them. Being, like, yeah. engage here in your under thigh. Like, there's so many things that if you a have male to touch instructor did hands it, on. Yes. Exactly. Because yeah. it's, it's so much muscle and body control that mm-hmm. they need to know this is what you're supposed to feel it. Yeah, and as a male instructor, they can't execute fully as an instructor no, if can't. they can't make that contact. Yeah. But at the same time, they're at risk every single time they're trying to make better dancers <laughs> yeah. of being yeah. accused of doing horrible things. Uh, yeah, right. But being accused and then actually having proof of it, yeah, is a exactly, totally different. And I understand the problem with male instructors that that's hard for them. Yeah. But we also, I believe, have to protect our children and our girls, and that this is not okay at all. Yeah. And I um, I am so huge about it because when I bring my child to a class, I want to make sure that she's safe and doesn't get violated in that yeah. form of, in that sense. And so um, when there is proof of something, I would encourage these sweet people to yeah. not just brush it under the rug, but to really look into it. Maybe do some research. Do some it. more research mm-hmm. into it. And it comes from a place of love, really for me for the children and for them because I know what a huge undertaking it is and you don't want to have that yeah because once you once that is there you're gonna be in yeah in a lot of trouble exactly so. that does suck for guys though but <laughs> yeah it's yeah. hard it I does mean. but and then the the whole RG dance with um, Davies he he actually they said that the reason why the parents actually did it because it seems so unusual for you and so unbelievable yeah. But he actually felt like he was above the law and oh nothing gosh. could ever happen to him. So he actually told those parents, if you don't do what I am asking, I will destroy you. I will destroy your name and the whole gosh. entire industry. I will destroy your children. Your children will be nothing. Like, then I would go, that's fine. Them. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. But there are yeah. some parents who actually listened. Mm-hmm. Well, he constantly found new victims. Like he had so many. I think that was like 35 counts, oh my right? Gosh. I think there were more. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like he's is, in prison. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. ruining it for everybody, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. that's like the gymnastics coach and like, yeah. or the, the gymnastics, he wasn't a coach. He was the, um, what was he? Oh, the doctor. The, the doctor. The doctor. Physical therapist. The, the chiropractor. Chiro- well, yeah. Yeah. That just went to jail. We talked about that. Yeah. Yep. 
mm-hmm. a few episodes back. Absolutely Ugh. crazy. Gymnastics is really hands on too. Yeah. Very. Like, yeah. That's why you, that's, it happens everywhere. It's, it's just yeah. like a when you're a good man, then that is obviously yeah. it's very hard for you. But if you are, have any agendas, yeah, this is the perfect situation for mm-hmm. you. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I remember had, um, oh. one of my first dance studios I actually went to right after I left it. Uh, they oh, yes. ended up on the news yes. because the that owner of the studio, yeah, the owner of the studio was dating a chiropractor. Yep, and that she sent all of her students to this said chiropractor who would inappropriately touch the students, what? and then they would come back and they'd be like, um, they tell their their instructor and the owner of the studio, they're like, this happened, and they're like, okay, well, if you keep it quiet, <gasps> then you get all of these things. So that was how all of these girls were having four wow. or five solos. They were top what? of the company. It was kind of like it was a rite of passage. Pass, like passage for say and then uh when <laughs> i switched studios some of the girls who left with me they were victims or almost victims wow. and so they went back and talked in the news and the studio itself luckily uh, luckily for them business wise their name was protected on the news articles and stuff that happened but i remember my friends telling me that they were having to walk out of the studio with their hoods up with their company jackets on not talk to the news reporters walk directly out to their cars like they weren't allowed Dang. to hang out and all this stuff there was a food place right up the street from it and the, the girls would all walk up there and get food and go back and they weren't allowed to do that anymore if they were in the studio they were inside the studio the parents had dropped them off at the door it was that ridiculous oh my gosh <laughs> yeah that was not that long ago either no. right no yeah no, no that was just a few years back Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very That's scary. So I don't understand that stuff. But I, I think as either. a parent, you have to be aware of who your children are around. Um, you have to talk yeah. to your children, honestly, every single night. Mm-hmm. And you have to talk about the day and what happened. And mm-hmm. I yeah. I always have done that with my kids. And um, <laughs> Bedtime I'm, is an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you have to make sure that it's a safe environment that they want to be able to open up. Right. And yeah. like actually talk about those mm-hmm. things. Because so many no kids, judgment. they keep it quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're scared. Yeah, they're afraid that their parents are going to get mad at them for mm-hmm. some reason. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So I know this was kind of a downer, I guess you could say. <laughs> but I, I that was very important for me that you know this and that you're aware of it and that you make a smart decision because I love you. Yeah, with yeah. my whole heart. So I want to make sure you know and actually maybe tell. Yeah, those people. If mm-hmm. you want to call me, they can call me. <laughs> so, well, congrats on your PR firm. Though. Yes, really tell cool, us though. a little about that. I want to know about that. That's I don't know if so they're going to cool. listen to this, but I fucking despise it. <laughs> you do? Yes. Why? Yes. So when I applied for the job, I thought it was going to be something completely opposite than what it was. What is it? I thought that it was going to be me actually at events and at like banquets yes. and fun things and doing PR and marketing like I helped you guys mm-hmm. out with with the boutique and everything. No, no, it was not. Um, instead, I put in, I wake up at like 5 a.m., get to the office by 8 a.m. or slightly beforehand, and I work almost 12 to 13 hours a day every single day. Doing what? Um, so the first few hours of the day we're in morning meetings where we're learning business systems and all this stuff. And then after that, then we'll go into the field. And the field is Sam's Club and Costco's. And I am that obnoxious as fuck kiosk lady <laughs> who's like, buy this. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. So that's oh, what I'm doing. No. And I despise it. it with a burning passion it is absolutely awful um i have not been this upset with a job oh, since no. when i worked at forever 21 oh no well and jasmine worse. right after this we're headed to a, one of our most important meetings yes. of our life yeah. ever yeah. <laughs> and if we can do what we're trying to do <laughs> You might have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be great at it. Yeah, you will, and you will love your life again. Yes, so, yes. yeah. Just we're trying. Keep we're a, trying. keep a, keep your fingers crossed that it works out. <laughs> and um, that's it. I think we. Yeah, that was we fun. Are, like we had so much fun. And do you have yeah. anything else you want to share? Um, not really. Besides <laughs> the fact that I just I love you guys so much. <laughs> we like, love you. It's crazy how I even got to like meeting you guys because it I all know. started like me being homeschooled and doing school. Miss Polly. Yep. Miss Polly. And then Miss Polly one day messaged my mom on Facebook and was like, "Would Jasmine teach a drill team class?" And I was like, "Not no, but hell no." <laughs> <laughs> and then fast forward a little bit more, they're like, "Well, we need a hip hop instructor." 
and I roll up into this pink fluffy tutu <laughs> studio and I walk in there and I'm like okay I gotta look cool and like kind of businessy but kind of like hip hoppy at the same time and then I walk in and I meet Marcella and I'm like oh my god I just met a Barbie in real life yeah. I'm like this is literally the most beautiful person I've ever laid my eyes on in my entire right? life how in the world am I supposed to work with her and then she's the sweetest person ever and then fast forward through all that time I've never felt more welcomed at a studio Aww. and um, then I remember the day that Gabrielle she calls me and she's like I'm so sorry but we're having to shut down the studio and she's like and then we got to just chit chatting (laughs) and then she's like well actually though I need I'm trying to like like, I'm so stressed (laughs) I need a personal assistant for my boutique and I'm like well what does your personal assistant do and she lists off all the work and I'm like you realize I've been doing that since I was 14 (laughs) and she's like wait what really (laughs) (laughs) over now literally and then I came over the very next day and she's like you're hired (laughs) well and if you see too Jasmine um, directs concept videos Mm -hmm. and you are so good at it and I wish we could make more I think when we when this business starts to get better we're gonna Mm -hmm. need that because I think we're gonna need stuff that's probably self-funded like Todrick Hall or something yeah (laughs) yeah we'll only want Jasmine to do that yeah you do a great job she helped us with the Christmas video that's on our social Mm -hmm. media or our YouTube and then the New Year's. Oh, New Year's. The New Year's one is my favorite one. Yes. I love the Christmas too. Yeah. Yeah. Those are fun and she's really good at it. If you look at her Instagram, you have a lot of photography. Yeah. A lot of concept videos. You're good at, really good at that. Give us your social media handle again so people can find you. So my personal one is at Jasmine Raymay. So it's at J-A-Z-M-Y-N-R-A-Y-M-A-Y. And then actually my photography one where all of my creativity actually shines is at J Raymay Photography. Yes. There you go. And she's a good photographer because a lot of times it's hard to know what to do. Like you kind Mm -hmm. of, you're good director so i mean she yeah. makes you feel really comfortable, comfortable. yeah yes and i like Thanks. when photographers tell me what to do i'm like what do well, i do with my hands like, we were, i know. was talking to someone not that long a model um we were talking about how it's hard because we're not behind the camera so sometimes yeah. we might think we're as like as you're modeling you might think you're doing a good job but actually what you're getting like awkward is not the yeah. yeah like twist your hips just a little bit that way or whatever so it is your photographer or if you want to work with jasmine she makes you feel very comfortable yeah. very comfortable thank yeah yeah so thank you for taking you the for time coming, coming yeah. to see us you're so welcome anytime <laughs> if you have any specific questions for us or if you want to be a guest on our show please hashtag ask Tupash on instagram snapchat at marcella ranieri or you can follow me on instagram marcella ranieri m-a-r-c-e-l-l-a-r-a-n-e-r-i and you can also follow whitley and that's at W-H-I-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-I-N-N-L. L. <laughs> well, my Snapchat is at Gabby Talks. And you can submit questions by emailing tuposhboutique at yahoo.com. And thank you so much for listening. Happy endings and spread sparkle everywhere you go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>